Welcome to Vintage Questions, a podcast where we drink some coffee, ask a lot of questions, and sometimes come up with answers. My name's Michael. And I'm Chris. Let's pour the coffee, hold the cream and sugar, and get this conversation started. of Venti Questions, the show with friends, coffee, and conversation. I'm Michael. And I'm Chris. And today we're talking about holidays. Where do they come from? And which ones do we enjoy celebrating? Listen all the way through to find out. So, Michael, mm-hmm. what's new with you? Funny you should ask. Um, So I took on a new like hobby thing <laughs> that is both f- super frustrating <laughs> and also extremely exciting. So I'm getting into woodworking. Um, It's something that you know I've wanted to do for like decades. Yeah. I bit the bullet and said, you know what? This is why we have credit. And went ahead and purchased a bunch of the um, big things I was going to need, tools-wise and like that. And I got to the point where I was like, all right, I've designed the first couple of things I want to build that are super simplistic, finger quotes here, let's go and get the wood. Yeah. And then I realized that even though I consider myself pretty handy and stuff, I don't know nothing about wood. I don't know nothing. Nothing. So you have to figure out how much wood a woodcut woodchuck could chuck. And then also what he would prefer. Would it be maple, oak, cherry? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> what kind of wood does he chuck? Nobody knows. All we know, it's the best wood ever. It's the best wood. So here's my thing. Um, I did some Googling and I figured out a couple of things about it. And basically the, the, the biggest recommendation was like, don't go to the big box stores because mm-hmm. not only is it going to be a little bit more expensive, it's going to have a higher moisture count because it's more rated for construction. Oh, and then also it's going to have, um, less of a selection, um, overall. So it's not great for furniture building, but it's good for like framing and then dry, yes. you know, like drywall and 100%. Yeah. Now, they do actually sell the the wood that would be considered good for furniture building, but it's pre-cut into very limited selection of sizes, and you're paying, like, a ridiculous price for it. Right. Okay. So, like, for a four-foot by two-foot um, section of, like, plywood that mm. was um, maple, which is what I was looking for, mm. it was, like, 30, 40 bucks, whereas in, if I, because I looked up a couple places there, you know, within driving range, and it was, like, half that price for twice as much of the wood. <laughs> really yeah so it's like it, it, it hit from both ends you know I, i've gotta i gotta even contact him it's been a while since we since we chatted since before I uh before um i know call it i went to london but jonathan my friend jonathan he 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 that's what he does yeah I know, and I I would love to get some some like tips and things from it. You've met him before, yeah. I have. Yeah, I, I've yeah. met him a couple times, but the same token, he, I've met the guy maybe like twenty times or so because sure. for a while I was a member there. Yeah. So, but the same token, he's gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like we were like hanging out. Yeah. So. yeah no, no, I think he remembers you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I strike a pretty big image. I'm a pretty big guy. Yeah. I laid that up for you, and it's, you just you you took the high road. I'm very proud of you. In stature. Yeah, that's what it is. That's it. Um, but yeah, no. So if nothing else, just the information of where do you get your wood would be very helpful. <laughs> um, because also, okay, one more thing and then we'll move on. They also measure the wood differently at like these places from the base. I know I heard, I've, that's usually no, you got to do it from the bottom. That's how you feel good about yourself at the end of the day. Okay. If you do it from the top, you're just going to have tears. Um, right. But anyway, 
No, they do it by like a, a, like a cubic foot okay. instead of just like a regular foot. And so it's, it's a really weird system mm. um, that apparently is confusing for everybody. The fact that there's actually apps that you can put the measurements, the normal measurements in, and then it will tell you how much it should cost. Mm. Uh, but anyway, so that that's what's new with me. What's, yeah. uh, what's new with you? Nothing too crazy. Nothing too much. Um, I, I got the shipment in of these little... Um, 164 inch uh hot not hot wheels but like cars oh the um the the f1 ones you were talking about yeah so what i want to do is i want to collect all of the models that of ferrari f1 cars and since okay. they've been doing it forever basically like i think like 75 years or something like that um that's that's a lot of cars yeah and so i've gotten volume one or volume two and it's not they're not all in order okay um so it's like each like collection they kind of piece in they picked a couple of like the 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 mainstay yeah. ones yeah okay. but it's it's from japan so like even like everything's on it, it's all basically in in japanese and stuff but uh, oh, like, so on, like on the box it's like full kanji yeah like on the box. <laughs> um, but it's really cool though i mean it's it's um and they're you know you piece them together you have to actually build them so it comes with this little screwdriver, screws, and then, um, you know, like four or five pieces that you assemble it, you know, so you're assembling it yourself. It's kind of cool. It's a little project, but it's not so, so complicated. You can literally build all of them in probably maybe an hour easily, you know. Now, I do have a question. There's 20. So. Once you put it together, would it be something that you could actually like play with theoretically yeah. if you wanted to? Yep. They're just regular like Matchbox, Hot Wheels, cars. That's really cool. 164 scale, you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, I, I like weird stuff and I like some of the diecast 164 um, mm -hmm. like YouTube channels where they do like the little downhill racing yeah, yeah. and things like that. You could do that if you wanted to. Um, I, I'd feel like uncomfortable doing that with your stuff. I'd yeah. be afraid because that's not what that's for. But I'm saying like, like that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Well, you know, if I work on my woodworking, mm -hmm. then maybe I could build a display for you. That'd be good. There you go. I like it. Um, all right. So today we have our first coffee of season two. Yeah. So my question to you, good sir, is what are we drinking? Well, we are drinking... Oh, fudge, Michael. Oh, fudge. Oh, fudge. I don't know how you're supposed to say it with... How do you say fudge with three U's? Is it fudge? You got to do like three count. Fudge. Fudge. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> um, anyway, besides that craziness... That went on too long. Ah, uh, it was fun, though. So the company is a Bones Coffee Company. Um, it's actually yeah. a semi-local um, roaster. Um, mm -hmm. It's from Cape Coral, Florida. Yeah. Um, and the type of coffee that it actually is, is a medium roast. Now, I know that last season I was given a lot of junk for mostly medium roasts. Yeah. And I know we're starting off with one, but this is a Christmas type style blend. And yeah. this is our holiday episode. Come on. We have to. We have to. It's kind of like in the contract. That I made in Forge Signature for. Anywho, this particular bag is a whole bean. So we did actually get the chance to grind um, the beans like we did for all the ones from last season. Yeah. Uh, not all of them are that way, though. Some of them are ground already. Uh, so that's why that is actually a thing. And then uh, the branding for it is really cool. Uh, hopefully you can see some of the things on here. But it's based upon the movie The Christmas Story. Yeah. So you have uh, the, the pink bunny um, outfit. You have the kid with his tongue stuck to the floor flagpole and a couple other little references for it i think the bunny actually has glasses but one of them's broken from the being shot yeah, in the yeah. eye with the bb gun so, you know it's i mean i hate that movie absolutely hate that movie but i love the reference mm. they, they play that movie for like 24 hours on at least one channel every, every year, year. Yeah. and i hate it every year they also have the stupid um leg lamp mm. so funny enough 
that's not the number one movie Christmas movie. Did you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> you literally got me on that one. So good. Okay, go ahead. What do you Home got? Alone is the number one Christmas movie selling of all time. Yeah. That is actually quite interesting. Hold on. Uh, I have a very full cup of coffee. Try it. Hold on. Yeah, it's good. Sweet with the way we prepared it. Oh, that's very good. So full disclosure, this is not our first cup of the coffee. We already went ahead and did our new system of rating the coffee um, a little bit ago. And we'll get to that in a second. But we realized that this coffee is probably going to be one that was more suited for cream and sugar. Yeah. So while we did rate it um, based off of a, a pure black coffee, and that's the rating that we're going to keep. Yeah. We also just wanted to try it with cream and sugar. And it's better. It is it's good. delicious with it's cream It's like and sugar. a dessert And coffee. this was just regular, whole, I have whole milk mm-hmm. and um, some raw sugar. Yep. I think you had, what, 2% and yeah, 2%, some raw? Yeah. And so, like, it's nothing spe- special. There's no fancy, dancey stuff to it or nothing. So, um, let's go over our, our rating. So, really quick, we're, we're being bougie this season. Let's just be honest. Yeah. We now have, like, a, what is it, like seven category scoring system. Yeah. Um, it goes up to 100 points. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think what we're going to do is we're then going to average our scores um, afterwards. And the average score will be um, ranked still by beans, right? But yeah. each bean will be worth 20 points, if that makes sense. BR, BR, uh, VQ rating. VQ rating is all about the beans, bro. <laughs> so personally, do we want to go over all the categories just really quick or no? I don't know. Okay, I mean, We can so. go over them as we, as we go over the ratings. Okay, very cool, very cool. So the first section is based upon the palette itself. So the very first thing is is aroma yeah you can score this one from uh zero to two and this coffee both as soon as we opened up the packaging and as when we ground it after we poured it after everything smells amazing yeah it does it, it just it smells like freshly baked brownies yeah it's, and it so, actually yeah, top marks now with the with the <sighs> cream and sugar in it it tastes as good as it smells it does so um, we, we, we went ahead and did that one. The next one is the body of the coffee itself, um, which this is another scale of uh, zero to three. Um, it's pretty decent, but it was lacking. This is this was the this was a little bit, um, in my opinion, a little bit lacking. It, it didn't have a lot of body to me. Right. Drinking it black, black. Everything we're talking about is drinking it black. Um, then the aftertaste. Here's the thing. Is there an aftertaste? Yeah, it's consistent, but it's very mild. Right. But it's not necessarily a, a, a good or bad aftertaste either. It's just like, yeah, I just had a sip. Sure. Once again, now with cream and sugar, good aftertaste. Great. Um, so I... <laughs> Tastes like Christmas morning. It, that is the most like cavity filled, <laughs> um, sugar induced coma uh, morning breakfast ever. If that's what your Christmas morning is like, because this is so sugary. Um, the next section is going to be uh, three different categories for the flavor balance so the first one is acidity um it's it's not um in my opinion it's there could be a little bit more acidity to it and it would be perfect so it's a little lacking in acidity which is in my opinion the better i'd rather have a little bit less than have too much yeah personally um and then sweetness this coffee was was not a very sweet coffee without the cream and sugar no it's and, and and i think that the main reason why was that it smells so sweet that then in contrast when you actually drink it and it's not you're just like 
you're Where's disappointed. The you're right. Yeah. So yeah. that that kind of sucked. Um, and then the last one in this category is the complexity slash bitterness of it. Um, for me, coffee wasn't 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 to the point of bitter that I like the most, but it was still pretty bitter. Um, which is what I like. So <laughs> yeah, I was happy with that. And then of course the last thing is its actual drinkability aspects. And so once we do all of the calculating, wow. Um, you're welcome. Wow. You're welcome. Um, did you get the reference from it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I got the reference. Michael. Um, my overall score was a 68. And what was your overall score? 64. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only a certain generation of people are going to get these references. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, overall, that would give us, what, a uh, combined rating of a 66? Yeah. Yeah. Averaging. Yeah. Averaging now. Which is... Really good. I mean, for our first one, it's a three beaner. Not yep. bad. One six away from the devil's coffee. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's a little disconcerting for a Christmas. Uh, mm. Well, Set. we'll get to that in a minute. Satan Claus. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's the new system. Um, I personally like it because we're no longer going to, don't, I don't think any coffee is going to have the exact same rating yeah. this season. And I'm excited about that. Yeah. Be good. Um, so, but that's where we're standing for our first one. And yeah. Till next week where it's only two points away from this rating. <laughs> It'll be very similar somehow. Um, all right. So we're moving on now. Moving on. Moving I have on. some little this or that questions um, for you based on the uh, the Christmas holiday. All right. Is it this or that? Let's do it. Exactly. So you're going to surprise me, aren't you? Yes. These ones, um, you may have looked at it now that you're looking at the show notes, but I came up with five little ones that are somewhat tailored to us, but then also kind of broad. And then each one's a different category. All right. I'm excited. So when it comes to music, we all know that music around the holidays sucks. What? Yes. What? But how dare you? Would you rather have on the radio Mariah Carey or Michael Bublé? Which one are you tuning into? Michael Bublé, man. 100% high five. All day long. I want to hear it. I, I, I'm sorry. Even after the meme aspect of like Mariah Carey's like um, All I Want for Christmas, I don't even care about that. Oh. Michael Bublé is just better. <laughs> I, like his, I like his voice. I, I, I mean, I listen to him non-holidays as well so yeah. yeah that's just me he's got a good tone nice Look, register uh plus he has a great story yeah him and his family it's yeah. very it's very sweet and heartwarming yeah um movies now we both agree that jingle all the way is one of our favorites yeah and we also both agree that die hard is a christmas movie yeah so if you had a choice between those two jingle which one are you watching all the way immediately jingle all the way hands really down. hands down i mean i agree with you but i actually expected you to have like a little bit of a oh, i'm not really sure like a little bit of a torn thing for me personally you're putting bruce willis against arnold like <laughs> yeah you're putting you're putting <laughs> and sinbad you're putting arnold in a comedy against bruce willis in an action movie and i think arnold's comedy is actually beating bruce's willis bruce willis's action yeah if you're looking at those two movies yeah i mean Obviously, the, here's the really sad part when you really think about it. multiple main characters from both movies are no longer with us. Yeah, yeah. And so it kind of sucks. Yeah. But yeah, I'd rather watch Jingle all the way. It's just, it's a better experience. It's fun. That's what it is. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you still get, like, an uplifting, like, hey, the good guy won at the end of Die Hard. But, like, Jingle All the Way, that's just fun. It's a family movie. Yeah. And if you're talking specifically around Christmas, it, you get more of the, the Christmas feels than you do 
obviously Die Hard, even though it's a Chris, it's a it is a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. 100% we agree Christmas that movie. it's a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. All right, fair enough. This one's a pretty simple one. Would you rather have a real tree or a fake tree? I'm not saying what do you have. I'm saying what would you like to have? A fake tree. Really? Yeah. That this smells is, like a real tree. This is where I disagree with you. Yeah. I, I know. know that a, a real tree is a pain in the butt. I'm not going to argue against that, but it's just so much better than a fake tree. I'd rather have no tree. Oh, me too. We're like bah, bah brothers here. Yeah. But yeah, um, if I had to pick one or the other, I'm taking a real tree, even with all of the annoyances attached to it. Nope. Um, right. Would you rather give presents or receive presents? I like giving presents. Yeah, me too. Here's my thing. My personality, if I want something, I don't care if it's Christmas Day, the day before Christmas, or like August. I'm just going to go buy it. So I'm a horrible yeah. person to buy gifts for. But there's nothing more enjoyable for me than finding something and being like, ooh, they would like this. That's just fun for me. Yeah. And it, it, I turn it into a game. So, you know, if I gamify something, then pff, game over. I, I enjoy gift giving. I enjoy, you know what it is? It's the it's the zoning in and figuring out what someone either wants or what they need mm, mm. and then having that available for them. Hey, man, you got me an awesome gift um, because you got me some new sandals. And that was definitely a need. And you know me. I'm lazy. And even though my sandals got messed up like two months ago, uh, I probably would have let them go until at least August. In, you <laughs> would wear them until the strap broke where you could no longer wear them, which, and, which is fine. And you should still wear them so you can alternate. I, here's my original plan, by the way. Sorry to cut you off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My original plan was to get you two pairs of sandals. I was going to get you a brown pair and a black <laughs> pair of sandals so you could right. alternate and even with different outfits. Yep. Here's the problem. I couldn't even find that pair of sandals. Well, even though it's Florida, it's still wintertime. All the and stores, the seasons change, so mm. they don't even have the availability for that. Not only that, um, quality of sandals. I was going for quality, too. And you know I'm a little snobby when it comes yeah. to my sandals. Like That is like the, the one thing I will spend money on apparel-wise more than anything else is sandals, Yeah, which is the weirdest thing for me, but it is what it is. And they had this a pair of black reefs at that same store mm. that i got yours at yeah, yeah, yeah. um that i was actually going to get you in addition to and they're not they were like those were like 16 bucks reefs are not know? super expensive no. but they're pretty decent quality well, this was at a like a clearance yeah yeah, store. yeah, 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 yeah. But, but like um i was like I could get them anyway but the ones i got you were a little pricey yeah i know i i, I know I, i'm not dumb i know how much those probably cost yeah well i, I can imagine how much they were at retail <laughs> 120 i was wrong i was gonna say 89 to 90 that's what i was thinking and it was half here's the thing do you remember when i used to only wear the hollister ones yes you remember how remember much those that. were no those were like 99 or something yeah like that. yeah yeah and that was back in the day when i would not spend more than like five that's a lie i wouldn't spend more than like 30 bucks on a pair of sneakers yeah i know you're a sandal snob so i i, yes. I wanted to make sure you had something that was decent in slight defense and i know we're going on and on about this but the main reason why is that the that like rubbery plastic like material if it goes in between like my toes or whatnot and it rubs it actually will give me a rash mm. so i have to use leather which sounds or like fake leather which is fine well the ones i got you it's like a nylon yes it's and not it feels good oh it's good yeah okay. but yeah it, like i said it, if 
fits that. It can't be that plastic or plastic. fake leather stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, it, for some reason, it just, it literally gives me like little hives. Interesting. I don't know why. My feet are bougie. Uh, but my last question for you. Around Christmas time, does it feel more like Christmas to you, or is it preferred, however which way you want to take it, to have warm weather or cold weather? Cold. Cold, yeah. I it mean, needs to have cold, or I'm not into it. I Spoiler, I'm not a big holiday guy anyway. Yeah. But if you want me to even have a chance to be in the holiday spirit, it needs to be sub 65 degrees, at yeah. least. And that's like pushing it. It really needs to be sub like 50. <laughs> I need to go, brr, I need to get it's chill. cold Give me in here. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Throw so. back, throw back. No. <sighs> no, I, I, yeah. Um, on that same kind of note, though, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I never feel into the holiday spirit until literally the day before, like the holiday. And oddly enough, I don't like Christmas, but there's something about like that day before the Christmas Eve thing. Like it's I anticipation, get, I get slightly excited for mm-hmm. it. It's, oddly enough, may, may I make a uh, an observation that I feel like it might be? Yeah, is that you get excited for now all that gift giving that you've been getting weird up for? Now you get to see the people react to yes. what your gifts were is yes. that what it really is yes. that's what it is and, for me and that's what it is it's a call back to that that previous question it's like would you rather give the gifts or receive the presents well i'd rather give them and then that's why the christmas is exciting so you can see that absolutely yeah. so getting to our main topic yeah holidays holidays now obviously this is right before christmas yeah we're not just talking about christmas we're talking about holidays in general yeah the first thing i want to cover how do we feel about holidays in general? I don't like them. I very much dislike holidays. Yeah. <laughs> now, I think that this is a byproduct of the um, social like stress level and importance that is put on us from like whatever the holiday is that you have to you know, like do this and do that. And if you don't do this, then you're not in the spirit of that. And yeah. <sighs> So part of it for me personally is I feel like it's a control issue. Okay. The other part of it is that I don't like being, I don't like to follow the crowd in a sense. Yeah. You know, I'm a contrarian or anti-mom mentality. And I've mentioned this 4 billion times. Yep. So if everybody's talking about red, then I want to talk about blue. That's right. just the way I am. Right. So. Yeah, it's, it's for me. I don't like the ritual, the ritual mm. of holidays where you have to, the expectation is the same, same thing. Like you said, but the expectation is, oh, you have to go do this and you got to do that and you got to decorate this way. And if you don't have the lights in your neighborhood, then they're going to look at you funny. You know, it's like the expectation that people put on you for, for that. And then it, the, assum- the assumptions, right? No, I agree. And all that. And then just, as you said, there's pressure that comes along with, with all of that. And, and I think that a lot of it comes from, and this, this is going to sound kind of bad, but I don't mean it like this. It's it's from the family, right? Yeah. Either the family was we were growing up or the family that we have now. And it's not intentional. I think that it's just a subtle, subliminal thing where it's just like, oh, we're not going to do fill in the blank thing. Yeah. You know, my voice just went up. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, no, I don't really feel like doing it. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's that little tiny bit of the, oh, it's like, oh, great. Now I've disappointed you. Right. right. So now I have to do that. Right. And it's just like, now I'm frustrated because of, you know, the fact that I'm not wearing green on St. Patrick's Day. You know what I mean? It's just right. like, it's a dumb thing. Right. So it frustrates me. That that for me and and the other side of it is how people act and it's out of character. Why are Fake. you right? Why are you acting this way now? Oh, you know, like 
got you a gift. I got you this. Here's your socks. Or, you know, and it's like, you didn't think about me for half the year. And now all of a sudden, this is, this is something that you want to, you're going to be that person. You're going to, look my, what I got you. One of my you know? biggest pet peeves. And luckily I don't have to deal with it anymore. I haven't had to deal with it for a few years, but the amount of gifts or cards or just well wishes that you get when working in a corporate environment from people that have not talked to you since the last year that they did the same thing out of obligation is so just like really bro yeah that it's very frustrating to me because i don't like fake sure i don't have a problem with someone not like getting along with me or just like whatever that doesn't bother me because everybody has people like that it's totally cool right but then don't don't insult me by faking that like because it's the social norm to be like merry christmas right can't stand it yeah. All that being said, if you had to pick one holiday that you liked the most, or we can even phrase it, dislike the least, <laughs> what would yours be? That's a tough one. Really? It is. I don't uh, like, I don't really like any of them. Okay. Right? So it's just one of those things that... I, what I would say is I don't like what holidays are knowing how they came to be, right? Like knowing what they were. That's fair. And we're definitely going to be jumping onto that in a moment. Right. Trust me. <laughs> now, if, if I can erase all of my knowledge of of how they originated and kind of how they became. Pocahontas effect. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like the pop culture thing as opposed to like how what they really were. Um, you know, Christmas isn't bad i would say new year's can you do you consider that a holiday oh absolutely, absolutely. yeah i'd say new year's is is new year's cool. day or new year's eve i consider those two separate holidays new year. in my mind because it's it's the it's the end and then it's the beginning it's that's so obvious by the way um, but what yeah. i mean by that is you're celebrating the fact that you made it through the year and that you accomplished that yeah and then the next day is okay cool now it's a fresh start to the beginning of a new year to me, I think they should be considered separate uh, entities. Uh, yeah, but my answer is both. Oh, okay. So, and, and that's fair. Why? Yeah. It's because I like the rollover. I like the mm. leading up to, and then it clicks over to the new. So then it's that you get that feeling for both. It's like here it is. It's gonna come here, and then boom, it switches over to to now. It's a new year. You're looking on the calendar, and you're flipping the page, and now you're starting a new calendar. Um, cool. I think it's not to not to dump on the holiday you're choosing because I don't mean like that at all. <sighs> Nowadays, dude, I'm in my mid 30s. One of two things is happening on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. I'm either falling asleep at nine or ten o'clock at night, <laughs> or yeah, I'm up until three or four in the morning that day. But I'm like, oh hey, it's New Year. Yeah. So I don't care about actually going to any New Year's parties or doing anything like that. Right. It's it's really just the okay, this is the end of this year and the beginning of the next year. It's just the right? the whole aspect of now that I've woken up and it is the yes. first. Yes. I'm good. Now let's focus. Right. Let's re let's rebuckle down. Right. That's I'm, cool. I'm going to bed and I'm putting everything from this year and then, you know, away and I'm starting fresh, new page, you know, flip the calendar, as I said. And then now it's like, and it's the whole typical, oh, New Year's resolution. But, but you know what? There's something to say about, hey, I need to get my act together with this or, hey, I want to start a new hobby or, you know, learn a language or whatever it is doesn't mean you stick to it all the time but yeah. it's, it's that excitement of all right i'm gonna try to be disciplined <laughs> Here, here's the thing i have okay really quick because i, I don't want to go too deep into this because we got so much fun stuff after this um the issue i have with new year's resolutions it purely comes from society mm. that's the only issue i have with it because setting goals and like giving yourself like that that like uh checklist to be able to help get you that little bit of serotonin to get there yeah i'm all for that yeah but 
But because a societal aspect of a New Year's resolution is that, oh, yeah, well, you're never going to do it because it's New Year's resolution. That, like, people have crapped on it for so long. It's true. Since before I was born, they've been doing this. Yeah. That now we look at those things with a negative context. Right. And it's not really fair because if you were going to tell me on February 1st, hey, man, for the rest of the year, I'm going to do that. I would be like, heck, yeah. But if you did the same thing on January 1st, I would roll my eyes without even thinking. Yeah. yeah. Which is not fair to you. No, I agree, though. But that's exactly what I would do. The stigma. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and that's the thing. I mean, but there's a re- that's the reason why, you know, that's that's I'm assigning my own value. Of course. You yeah. know, to it, not caring about you have to that's rest. what you have to do just, and that applies to anything you know it really is because you know it there's always somebody who's gonna be there to help bring you down yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as messed up as that sounds there's always gonna be that person yeah but every once in a while you get that person that helps bring you back up yeah but you know um to answer the same question though mm-hmm. i am such a basic person because it's halloween i knew you were gonna say that i know that's why i didn't but <laughs> it's like it's an excuse it's an excuse to cosplay with kids that's that yeah. see that's my thing yeah i'm not in it for the spookies i'm not in it for all that kind of junk right i like to dress up i like to make costumes yes i am now giving being given an excuse to do so where people don't look at you weird and society accepts it for a day it's it's like, hey, nerds are cool today right. because the people that have the crazy, awesome costumes, you're like, oh, that is so cool. They don't realize that it took them nine months to make that costume. But you get to kind of like inhabit that other person for a minute. Sure. You get people to be like, oh, wow, that's really cool. They ask you all of a sudden they're interested in the thing that they'd be making fun of you for like a week ago. Yeah. But in that moment, it's cool. That's why also I love conventions because mm-hmm. it's collecting all those same kind of people and putting them in one room. Yeah. <laughs> so the same basic principle. Of it. Um, but yeah, so that that is mine. And I know that it makes me such a basic dude. Well, I, but, I was going to say Christmas at first. And then I thought about it. I'm like, then I, I was selfish. And I said New Year because Christmas is for the kids, like the yeah, joy, 100%. The, having kids changed my perspective of holidays. I will say mm, that. That's fair. You know, I, I hated them before. Um, now I kind of get excited with Christmas. I'm not going to lie because my daughter, like she can talk about it. We can, you know, yeah. we see, we'll see that look on her face. And yeah. here's the fun part is that this, while, like I mentioned before, we're recording this and it's a couple days before Christmas, but this will be released after Christmas. Right. So therefore I can totally say this. I am so excited to give... Um, the kid, the gift I'm getting her this year, right? Which is she's getting my sounds kind of lame, okay? But she's getting my old iPad, right? Mainly because of the fact that she's going to use it for drawing aspects, right? And that to me is the coolest thing ever, and I'm so excited. And so, like, you know, I've got her all the little different things, and like, I got her a new little pencil, and has yeah, her, you got all the accessories, yeah, all the accessories, right? It's engraved with the um, thing on it and everything like that, right? So, um, you know, it's just cool little stuff like that, and little books that help her draw little cute animals and then also because i want her to be a nerd how to draw fantasy style right it's actually a really cool book i might try to steal (laughs) you know but like i'm super excited about it yeah 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 but other than that i could give like two shakes i don't care right so yeah yeah like i said it's all like you're saying it's all about the kids it's all about the kids that's it yeah so this is what i did this week (laughs) rabbit hole (sighs) 
No, I... no holiday pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the first one, though. Um, so I looked up a simple Google search. What are the most popular holidays? And the top three. Now, I'm going to be 100% honest here. I do not remember where this source came from, so it could be completely wrong. All the rest of the source stuff, I know exactly where it came from. And I'll, I'll call them out. But as far as the top three ones, the top holiday is not any of the ones I expected. Hmm. It's Valentine's Day. Interesting. Which I would not have counted in my top like five, hmm. but that's what it said. And so I was like, cool, I'm going to research this. So we have some very basic information. When is it? Yeah. February 14th. Yeah. Right. I forget that all the time. I always can get confused between the 14th and the 15th. I don't know why. When I was in like middle school, my best friend Ian, his birthday was on the 15th. And I think that's what messed me up mm. is the whole thing. So anyway, then I went ahead and got what the public perception of the holiday is, which is it's a recognized as a celebration of romance and love in many regions of the world. Public perception. Public perception. It's what people think when they're thinking about um, Valentine's Day. Little naked babies shooting bows and arrows and chocolates and shapes of hearts. Is it? I wonder if it's, I wonder if out of all the holidays, more card sales are on that day than any other holiday. Okay. So while I do have a section of little fun facts like that, I did not copy down that fact, but I did look into it. And yes, there are more Bet. cards given for Valentine's Day than any other holiday. It makes sense because you'd give a card and like chocolates or a card and like, I don't know. Because I was... I, only, the only thing, coupons. Whoa, never mind. Yeah. I was going to say, there are, yeah, relationship <laughs> coupons. Yeah. I have both given and received those in past relationships. Yeah. Um, the background. It's called being mm. broke, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I was um, a little shocked by that because I was like, well, Christmas cards, but you don't always give a Christmas card with every gift. No. So, you know, it equals out. Yeah. So I have, in our lovely little bit of technology, a huge amount of history for Valentine's Day. Sure do. I'm going to skim through. Can we get the uh, clip notes here? Yes. So the basic aspect is that Valentine's Day is a day to celebrate the, um, the anniversary of St. Valentine's death and or burial, Romantic. which probably they think occurred in 270 AD. Right. Now, mind you, all of this information comes from historychannel.com. So I'm not saying that I'm a genius. I'm saying that I'm trusting them. And if this is information that is wrong, yell at them, not at me. Uh, <laughs> now, the other thing is that Valentine's Day is supposed to celebrate St. Valentine. The problem is, do you know how many St. Valentine's there are? Hmm. Six. Hmm. Do you know that they all didn't happen to die on the same day? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> they died all throughout the year. Yeah. So some countries do celebrate Valentine's Day multiple times. Interesting. Because there's different ones that they feel are sure. deserving. So that's a little fun fact that I thought was just crazy cool. Did not know that at all. Yeah. Now, um, other people claim that the Christian church may have decided to place St. Valentine's Feast Day in the middle of February in an effort to Christianize the pagan celebration of, I apologize for my pronunciation that is about to occur, Lupercalia? Sure. <laughs> so, so yes, the Roman church, you know, the Romans, they've, that's exactly what they've done with multiple religions. Everything. Yes. Every, it's like, you know what? How are we going to get the people's buy-in now that, you know, Constantine says that this is the official religion. So let's just paint that over another celebrating, you know, oh. another day celebrating. And this is through multiple holidays. Actually, most of the holidays 
in existence that are Christian holidays, that's exactly where they come from. They overlap. And, and here's the fun fact. While I'm not going to say what the other two holidays are that um, are number two and number three, I will say that this is a thing that happens in every one of them. Oh, yeah. And it's not always from the Roman people. Nope. But a lot of times it is. Because, Pop- you know, that's that's where we got a lot of our stuff the from. The popular ones. Yeah. A lot of our Western, <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> a lot of the Western, like, holidays that are celebrated uh, are based upon, you know, like, Europe and things of that nature. Sure. So it makes sense. Um, now, another fun fact was that um, the the pagan celebration, right, that I was talking about, which is the uh, <sighs> Lupercalia, I think, it was celebrated at the Ides of February or February 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a fertility festival dedicated to Phanurus. Uh, Phanurus, yeah. Phanurus. Oh, that sounds actually correct. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the Roman god of agricultural as well as the Roman founders, Romulus and Remus. Um, basically, what would happen is, and this is what was I thought really crazy. The priests would get together and they would go to, um, I forget where they saw like an area by like the, the sea, if they could or something like that. And they would sacrifice goats for fertility mm-hmm. um, and dog for purification. Then they would strip down the goat, like a, 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 skin, a it. skin it. Thank you. Yeah. And then they would dip the skin things, basically think of like a nine tails, yep. but probably not as painful. And they would dip it in the blood and then go back into the, the town and smack women with the thing. Because the blood was supposed to say like, hey, for the next year, you're going to be very fertile. And this was not something that women were like, oh, gosh, no. They were like, please, please whip me with the blood of fertility. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Slap me with the goat skin. Yeah. The <laughs> bloody dipped goat skin. <laughs> Creepy. Wow. Um, for instance, Better than sheep far skin. from being fearful, Roman women welcomed the, the touch of the hides because it was believed to make them more fertile in the coming year. That is weird. Um, and then the this, is the, this is the best part. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Later in the day, according to legend, all the young women in the city would place their names in a big urn. Stop me if you've heard this story before. The city's bachelors would each choose a name and become paired for the year with his chosen woman. Mm-hmm. These matches often ended in marriage. Yeah. Now, mind you, that didn't say for the night. Right. For the year. Yeah. So every year you were like trading in a car. But it's- that car car happened to be your girlfriend wife whatever you know partner whatever you want to call them the first reality show it's it's crazy it's the bachelor wow (laughs) it's literally no 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 he's right (laughs) yeah he's got a point Mm. um so i thought that was really interesting now i also have some fun facts okay so little ff did you know Mm. how do you like it Ah. that the english poet jeffrey chaucer was the first to record saint valentine's day as a day of romantic celebration Mm. i did not know that I will give you more information. I would like to know more. Thank you. In his 1375 poem, Parliament of Fowls. Oh, please read it. (laughs) Writing, (laughs) for this was sent on St. Valentine's Day. One every fowl cometh there to chooseth his name. Yeah. So there you go. That's why, would you be my Valentine? And the Valentine's. Well, see, here's the thing is that the reason why they, one of the reasons why they think that, uh, that February was the right month for the celebration or whatever was that this was the time frame when most birds would choose their mate. Right. So that's why he's referencing it like a bird. So that's Mm -hmm. why it's like, you know, uh, fowl, obviously bird chooseth his mate. So, yeah. 
Oh, deviation of that, right? Yeah. Um, currently, I guess modern in school. I know what happened in school as a kid when I was a young kid. What goes on now in school with Valentine's? Is, is that like something that's shunned away or discouraged because of the craziness that okay. we exist so, in this world? Yeah. I think that we were in the world during the the, the understandable transition, right? Where originally it was you would make a little envelope in like your art section of the day that you would hang on the edge of your desk. And then like after recess, everybody would like put the things in the ones they Mm -hmm. want to do. And then a few years later, it became you weren't allowed to (laughs) bring in Valentine's unless you brought a Valentine for every single kid in the class. Yeah, I don't remember that. That happened uh, starting in like I think it was when I got to Florida, which was like fifth grade. Where like literally if you didn't have like 32 Valentines, you could couldn't give anybody valentines i don't remember that yeah because we did that all the way up until i then i came to florida and then we were too old to you were do too that old by the time you got to right. florida yeah right, right now here's my thing nowadays with allergies and all kinds of other crazy things what are they supposed to do i don't even know if it, that's the part i'm thinking about honestly i'm thinking about more does it come across as oh that's inappropriate or that's too rapey or <laughs> you know uh, what i mean like the culture I don't, I don't think it's crossed that line yet the no? the rapey line um which i'm with you where you're coming from because give it another five years it was our trending um path and yeah this one the fact that thanksgiving still exists is a freaking shock every year right 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 but it is what it is um so no i, I don't think that's gonna happen yet but i think that is a yeah. possibility is valentine's day canceled in schools like do they not allow boys and girls to engage in that or i don't know do you have I'll to use the kid right i'm right. very interested now now there might be a follow-up next week yeah um so i have a couple little things here now uh, I'll, I'll give you options i can either give you a little information about how it's celebrated in different countries around the world yeah or where cupid came from your choice i hey, don't talk I don't care about Cupid. Perfect. Because honestly, I think the other one's more interesting anyway. Good. So two sections. First, many Latin American countries know the holiday as, I'm so sorry, El Dia de los Enamorados, which means Day of Lovers. Enamorados. Now, there is a whole junk more of another one because it's also known as Day of Love and Friendship. I'm not trying that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, though couples exchange flowers and chocolates on this day, the holiday's focus is also directed at showing gratitude to friends. And I thought that was actually really interesting because not only is it a day of, you know, your romantic relationship, but also your platonic ones, which is I, I something like that. that, why don't we have that in this country? That should, well, that's what it is well, now. <laughs> <It's cool>. Okay. <laughs> now, no, let me just, I'll backpedal. Uh, <laughs> um, now the other one, and this one I know because I'm a nerd and I like anime, uh-huh. um, is is in Japan, it is customary for just the women to give confections to the men in their lives with the quality of the chocolate indicating their true feelings. According to uh, Fortune, on March 14th, um, exactly a month later, the men repay the favor by celebrating the increasing popular White Day. I know that sounds bad, but it's translated. Chill out. Um, but no, because of anime, I literally already knew this. And I thought it was really interesting. And it was something that I'd already looked up years ago because same thing, totally off topic. But in Japan, Christmas Day isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Christmas Eve is a big deal. Pretty sure White Day's not going to catch on in the States. Yeah. But do you want to know what's pathetic that is catching on? Let's hear it. Um, all right. There it is. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of a lot of little uh, did you knows. Um, there's an official Valentine's Day alternative for singles. 
<laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> International Quirky Alone Day oh. is the holiday for single people on the same date. The holiday isn't an anti-Valentine's Day event, but rather a moment to celebrate self-love and platonic relationships. International Quirky Alone Day has been celebrated globally since 2003. Also known as Buy Yourself a Sex Toy Day. Wow. Amazon sales skyrocket yeah. on this day. <laughs> Bad Dragon, what? <laughs> anyway. Um, so that was the, 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 the meat and potatoes, but I have a couple of little more little fun fact things that are pretty, pretty cool. Um, we didn't get the first mass produced Valentine's until 1840s. Okay. Which I thought was interesting. Um, Americans send 145 million Valentine's day cards each year. Yeah. 145 million just in this country. Eat your heart out, Santa. <laughs> the first hop shit. The first heart shaped box of chocolates was introduced in 1861, mm. which I actually would have thought way earlier. Yeah. But yeah, crazy, right? Well, I guess, you have to look back on when the heart and why the heart was, you know. I'll be honest. I did see some information on that in a sense, but it was more about like the little candy chalky heart thing oh yeah yeah and i immediately was like ew gross and i move <laughs> on there was like six or seven different little facts for it so um all of my information like i said is coming from historychannel.com and then also the little fun fact type stuffs uh was a combination between that and then good house housekeeping.com interesting they have awesome lists for holiday like fun facts wow yeah i'm just putting it out there if you ever want to know anything that's the place to go hmm. like I, I i researched a decent amount of time because i wanted to find a couple of places is that I'm like, this has a name that's somewhat reparable. Right. Let me get some information from there. I've heard that name before. Exactly. I didn't want Joe Schmo's uh, personal website. Yeah. Nothing against Joe Schmo. He's a great guy. Um, but. Yeah. Came to the holiday party. I mean, <laughs> when you're invited, I guess. Um, so the second most popular holiday. I know you know it because it's on the show notes, but I didn't think it was going to be Easter. Yes. Now, at first glance, I was like, huh, Easter, obviously Christianity is a very widespread religion, but there's a lot of non-Christian people. And then I started thinking about it and the fact of, yeah, a lot of people that celebrate Easter don't have any religious ties. It's kind of just a thing now. Huh. Okay. So that was my mindset, right? Um, so once again, the win. <sighs> Pretty much anywhere, man. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Easter can either be in March, April, or May. It's all about different little extra fun stuffs, which you probably know more about than I do. And I'm not going into that aspect because I didn't want to go down there. Um, the public <laughs> the, perception. The religious aspect. Oh, well, I'm going to hit a lot of that in a minute. Um, Easter commemorates the resurrection of Jesus from the dead which is described in the New Testament of the Bible. The celebration is often characterized by feasts, Easter eggs, and the Easter bunny. That is the public perception. Yeah. The history of the holiday tells a much different story. Bum, bum, bum. The English word Easter comes from Astora or Astore, an Anglo-Saxon goddess of spring and fertility. Other historians maintain that Easter derives from Albus, the Latin phrase that's plural for Alba or dawn, the celebration, I'm sorry, that became oh, Astarium in Old High German, um, a precursor to the English language of today, despite the significance of uh, as a a Christian holy day, many of the traditions and symbols that play key roles in Easter uh, observances actually have roots in pagan celebrations, particularly the pagan goddess Aroste, and in the Jewish holiday of Passover. <sighs> 
Yeah. That felt great reading. I had to yeah. read the whole thing because I think it's hilarious because I've known this forever. Oh, yeah. And the fact that so many people will die hard like argue with you about like no this holiday is because of the christian religion and blah 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 blah. that then it goes really then why is it named after the pagan goddess yeah no it's it's another example of um it being overlapped with a pagan holiday to Mm. popularize right um so there's a lot of like little nuggets but you know just to just like not bore you with me reading for 12 paragraphs um thank you yeah no problems because uh, i know you know all this um the christian aspect of it you know is based on the resurrection um you know there's a lot of symbolization that they've sure. taken from that you know like the the egg and all that kind of fun stuff um now the other aspect is that it's also associated with the um, jewish holiday of passover as well as the exodus of the jews from egypt as described by the old testament Now, obviously, the connection there is that the Last Supper is thought of as being a Passover meal, which also obviously coincides with the death and then the obvious resurrection of Jesus. Right. So those two kind of interconnect and they kind of like, they hold hands. The Last Supper is a Passover meal. That was the whole point of them gathering. You'd be surprised how many, what, what's the word for religious historians? It's a special word. Theologians. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a special thing of that. Yeah. They don't always agree on that. Yeah. Oh, I, I went mean, down some paths, my dude. It basically says it. <laughs> So yeah it actually yeah. does say it we'll we'll, we'll, we'll in, talk about some things that it does and doesn't say in our next holiday in the well. text um so fun facts yeah easter eggs okay so this is something that is also very pagan um it's an ancient symbol of new life it's part of the pagan festival celebrating spring um obviously the christian version of it is that it's the um how how is it phrased <laughs> Um, it's said to represent Jesus emerging from the tomb and resurrection is what it's said to do. Now, I've always heard that the egg has to do with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit aspect because it's three different portions. It's the shell, the uh, the yolk, and the white of the egg. Never heard that. Oh, you've I, never heard that it, one? That's not a. I don't think that's a popular ah, Christian. That was one of the big ones I've always heard. Yeah. I, no. Because this, that when I researched it, the main thing they were saying, um, the Christian aspect was just because of the um, the life, the death, and then the resurrection. It's the three parts. It's once again, the three parts of the egg. The the egg itself really has no roots in, oh, in Christian. I know. It's it's such a lore. Yeah, such a grasp. Yeah. Now, the one that I think makes the most sense was that the whole aspect of the decorating of it, right? So the decorating of the eggs for Easter tradition that dates back to the 13th century, according to some sources... Um, one of the explanations is that eggs were formerly a forbidden food during the Leighton season. Mm. And so people would paint and decorate them to mark the end of that period of uh, penance and fasting. And then they would eat them on Easter as a celebration. Yeah. So it was like, hey, we can finally do this. Let's make them look pretty. Right. That makes sense. That's what normal people would do. Sure. <laughs> and you got to realize that in the 13th century, these were like serfs and stuff. Like these were not like... The people you see all nicely uh, done up on all the HBO type shows. <laughs> yeah. So that makes a lot more sense to me. Um, Easter Bunny. This one I had no clue of. But then when I was talking about it, because I got really into all these holiday things with my mom, mm-hmm. she was like, oh, yeah, it's from blah, 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 blah. And I was like, why do you know this? But you've never told me. <laughs> so it's a German thing. 
Um, no one knows exactly where the Easter Bunny comes from, but it's thought to. Uh, well, it, it, is, it first arrived in America in the 1700s with the German immigrants who settled into like the Pennsylvania and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's based off the uh, tradition of the egg laying um, hare called Ostrahare. Um, the children made uh, nests with the which the creature would lay its colored eggs and once again fertility and all that kind of fun stuff. So the Easter basket and the Easter bunny, this is what it started off as, and then it turned into like chocolates and candies and so on and so forth. So that yeah, was I like didn't, the I didn't know evolution. That. I had never even heard of this. Yeah. But when I said, Oh yeah, the Easter bunny, she was like, Oh yeah, from the Germans, it was Ostrahare. And I'm like, with proper pronunciation which I'm not doing and I'm just like what the f why was this never part of my childhood why didn't I know this well they they started they yeah they started doing it when she was wow a child wow <laughs> I hope she hears this joking <laughs> I'm joking mom um now the other thing is just that the food's pretty cool stuff um lamb yeah. was typically used a lot um and then it slowly switched over to being um ham a little bit yeah um but it depends yeah. not yeah. if you're Jewish not if you're Jewish it's still very much lambish. Yeah. So, um, questions had to hijack it. No, we don't need lamb. Give us a pink. <laughs> well, part of it was that at first it was lamb, you know, the lamb of God. And yeah. then it changed into, no, we can't do that. It was a really funny pullback. It's, it's hilarious. Um, so some little short facts. Americans spend 1.9 billion on Easter candy. Billion dollars. Billion dollars. But that's still the second biggest candy holiday after Halloween. Of course. That that means that we as Americans spend more than two billion dollars every year on Halloween candy. Oh yeah. Easy. That that is so infuriating. <laughs> It's a lot of sugar. Yeah. Give me uh, the sugar. Here's another thing. Diabetes. Um, Diabetes. 76% of Americans think the ears of a chocolate bunny should be eaten first. Really? Really. And this is something that was not only part of the History Channel's thing, but also good housekeeping. Same exact percentage. Have you... Dual source. Have you had many Easter bunnies? I don't... Have you had any Easter bunnies? In my life? Yeah. Did you start with the ears? The ears are on top of the head. <laughs> His face off. Yeah, face. You had some bad salts and just started eating his face. That's basically what you did as a, I mean, as a kid. <laughs> I don't like how you're trying to turn it, but uh, yeah. So for me, it would depend on the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> really it depends if you go from the top or the bottom huh <laughs> well because if it's the traditional upright yes. ears up versus like the bunny where there's a tail and right you know right, right. the ears are like back like that but also if they had any type of candies on it so sometimes on the eyes or nose it'd be like those little sugar candy things yeah. i'd bite the face off for those and yeah. you looked at me as a villain for doing the same thing yeah <sighs> i had to villainize you so i could feel moving on <laughs> <laughs> um, Americans eat about 1.5 million peeps during Easter. Yeah. I don't like peeps. I like peeps. Really? Yeah. <sighs> They're okay. They're good. I used to I used to like them a lot. Here's, I used to like Cadbury eggs. I remember that. And then I don't like them. They burn the back of my throat. Like the the, the stuff inside the. No way. I did not know that. I yeah. knew you used to like them. Yeah. But now I can't eat them. I can't eat. Burn them. the back of your throat. Like I've too never... sugary. Like it's. I don't know what it is in the. That's the so egg interesting. Part. Yeah. Huh. Um. The last little bit I got in here. I'm sorry. That really threw me. I I was not expecting that. There it is. Um. The last thing is that in 1953 it took 27 hours to make a single peep now it takes six minutes wow six minutes <laughs> six minutes peep 
<laughs> Six minutes of Pete, my man. Hmm. Um, which brings us to the third most popular holiday. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Oh, yay. Which, honestly, I was expecting to be the most popular holiday. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> because I'm like, everybody celebrates Christmas. No. Even if they don't celebrate it, eh, they celebrate it. Sort of. <laughs> A lot of places. I know. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Um, anyway, when is it? December 25th. Public perception. <sighs> Marking the birth of Jesus Christ. The day is a religious and cultural celebration around the world. Both Christmas and non I'm oh, sorry, both Christians and non-Christians alike celebrate the holiday that is characterized by Christmas trees and decorations, Santa Claus feasts and gift giving. Yeah. So right away. <laughs> First thing, Bible never says when Jesus was born. No. It's not in there. They don't celebrate birthdays, actually. They didn't celebrate birthdays. Yeah, it was part of like one of the, the break off for like Jehovah's Witnesses and stuff like that, isn't yeah. isn't it? Something like well, that. Well they don't yeah. Well they don't any holidays or birthdays or anything yeah. like that. But anything anyway. that's not honoring God, it, it takes away from that. That's how they, that's what they, why this they is do. The, this is the part that I loved. Um Pope Julius the First chose um December twenty fifth as the day. Because, um, uh, all right, it's kind of believed that this church chose the date in an effort to adopt and absorb the traditions of pagan Saturn. Say it for me. I can't pronounce it. Saturn. What is it? Did you have it written here? Yes. Sorry. Um, it's not highlighted though. It's the word Saturn Alia, A-L-I-A. Yeah. Saturn Alia. Um, festival. Um, now obviously that's just a festival for Saturn. Yeah. Who is the equivalent of Zeus finger quotes. Right. Because of the same issue. Right. Roman. Romans version. took over the Greeks and they were like, hey, you celebrate that guy. We celebrate him too. He just called him different. <laughs> there was so much cultural appropriation back then. Wow. Yeah, I know. Because if you weren't on board, they didn't like, you know, give you a platform to talk about it. They just gave you a platform to hang from. Yeah. So um, that was one of the main things. Uh, one of the other, <laughs> one of the things I thought that was really kind of like snarky that they put in here. <laughs> Was that, um, although they don't know when he was born, although some evidence suggests that his birth may have occurred in the spring. Now, in parentheses, it says, why would shepherds be herding in the middle of winter? Yeah. <laughs> Which is just like, calm down, History Channel. Jeez. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little rude. Don't give them facts. <laughs> Come on. Um, let's see here. Do -do. I want to, there was something else that was interesting about like the time frame. Cause like I said, this is like, it's like this much text yeah, just yeah. on the history. Like I, I copied down so much of it cause I thought it was just really interesting in general, but yeah, I don't want to read the whole thing. Um, but yeah, for the most part, basically it, everything that was done, it was based upon pagan uh, aspects. It's overlap the, there. Yeah. It's the, like, hey, uh, mine. Yeah. Hey, mine. It, it was the same thing. It, basically what was happening, um, to you know, paraphrase, they, the, they, sorry, the um, re Christian religion basically came into towns and were like, hey, we're basically the same, you and I, but I need you to kind of like join this team. We're still going to do this, but it's just going to be a little bit different and then just the next year it would be a little bit more this yeah. way and then a little bit more until like the next generation didn't even realize that it used to be something else which is currently where we're at now right and so it just kind of switched from there um now this one i also have it's, a, it's once once rome adopted oh. christianity is constantine said hey this is 
the religion of Rome, now. then it just made its way into the culture of other, right? I mean, it just overlapped everything that they've they've done. So I mean, and it's not just like obviously we're talking about holidays, but right, let's right, be right. real here. The the Roman people, let me phrase that. The Roman Empire caused almost half the stuff that is current yeah. in some way or another. Oh yeah. Because of just how much area they owned right. and how structured they started off. <laughs> you, you can almost say they've paved the road. Moving right along. That was a really good pun. It knocks up. <laughs> All right. So I have a couple different areas that basically like the what do they do kind of thing in their area. Yeah. So the thing I thought that was cool was obviously Scandinavia. It was a celebration from the Norse. Um, and that's where we get the Yule log. Right. So their whole thing was um, they celebrate Yule, which was um, December 21st, the winter solace through January. Yeah. Um, the thing that I thought that was really cool was the people would feast until the log burned out, um, which could take as many as 12 days. They would take a big log and bring it home and then let it on fire. Uh, the Norse believed that each spark from the fire represented a new pig or calf that would be born during the coming year. Interesting. That was really cool. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's it. That's kind of sweet. You, you know that basically it was like one parent explaining it to some kid, just making something up, and then it just stuck. Mm -hmm. You know? <laughs> I just thought that was really cool. Um in Europe, it was mostly thought of um, uh, was a perfect time to celebrate because at that point of the year, the cattle were slaughtered. Um, they, they would slaughter all their cattle right around that time frame so they didn't have to feed them during the winter when they were like trying to uh, have as least amount of a burden of feeding as possible. Sure. So for a lot of people, this was the only time they had meat the entire year. Interesting. Um, sorry, not meat, not meat. It was the only time they had beef. Oh, the, got it. Okay. No, sorry. Meat, period. Meat. Just straight up meat. The the poor people. They didn't have it. Uh, so this was the only time they had that. Plus, there was a lot of wine and beer that currently would have been just right from when they were uh, fermenting it and making it during the okay. uh, the summertime. Wow. So because of that, it was just like a, a perfect storm of things being ready that people were merry. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just like kind of fits. Yep. And then... um. The best one, in my opinion, because it has to do with like Odin, is Germany. I bet. Um, it's it's really cool, actually. Go figure. Hey, hey, don't hate. I'm not Mussolini. Anyway, um, in Germany, people honored the pagan god Odin during the midwinter holiday. I see your hand. <laughs> uh, Germans were terrified of Odin, and they believed that he made nocturnal flights through the sky to observe his people, and then decided who would prosper or perish. Because of his presence, many people chose to stay inside. Odin Claus. Odin was the first Santa Claus, dude. <laughs> and it wasn't like, who's getting a present? Who's getting coal? It's who is going to get to live and who is going to die. So uh, there's no time frame on this that I see. Here, no, because they didn't give me one. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that all this was um, back in like the... the 13 to 1700s which i know is a huge gap i know but that's the one thing i can i can come up with because i did not give any dates okay um a little fun fact santa right santa baby so do we want to do we want to get into where let's the, do it yeah okay um so it can be traced back to a monk named saint nicholas mm -hmm. uh who was born in turkey back in 280 ad now that, I'm going to skip through all the other stuff. Basically, he was an awesome person, right? Yeah, he gave away all this stuff. Inheritance and wealth. Like, and way yeah. he was supposed to as a monk at that time frame in that particular like uh, denomination, I guess might be the right word. Probably not. Um, and he was very, sect. very big sect. Thank you. Yeah. 
he was very big on the protection of children and sailors mm-hmm. weird combination but you know do your own mm-hmm. now here's the thing that's awesome is that um uh says so saint nicholas first entered american popular culture in the late 18th century in new york when dutch families gathered around to honor the anniversary of the death of saint nicholas hmm. now the reason why i say saint nicholas is because that's how it's spelled right because right? it's supposed to I s-i-n-t think, s-i-n-t yeah and it's nicholas which is n-i-k-o-l-a-a-s which i thought was pretty cool Cool way to uh, which is Dutch for St. Nicholas mm-hmm. or Center Claus for short. <laughs> Santa Claus draws his name from this abbreviation. Yeah. That was super cool that I actually didn't know. Yeah. And that was really fun. I <laughs> did know that. I, I, that was like one of the fun things about this is that I learned a bunch of little stupid things that like don't really matter at the end of the day. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's awesome. I know that now. So yeah. I was really excited. Hmm. Um, another one, and I, I won't go into this one unless you have more questions. Rudolph was a marketing ploy. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. They made him up just so they could like, uh, they had a story for, I think it was like Macy's or uh, M- Montgomery Ward. If you notice that in most act like Santa stories and stuff, they there is no Rudolph. Because he's copyrighted. Yeah. And I didn't understand why until Because he's a now. marketing ploy. Yes. Um, fun fact about Jingle Bells. It was originally a Thanksgiving song. Cool. Yeah. Uh, turns out we first started dashing through the snow for an entirely different reason. Hmm. Um, James Lord Pierpoint wrote the song called One Horse Open Sleigh for his church's Thanksgiving concert in the mid-19th century. Then, in 1857, the song was re-released under the title We Know and Love Now. Today is still among one of the most popular Christmas songs. I had no clue. I did not know that. Thanksgiving. Interesting. It actually has like a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> there you go. It's an origin. Um, and then this is the last thing, which is kind of messed up but i think it's pretty hilarious uh christmas decorating sends nearly fifteen thousand people to the er every year <laughs> wow <laughs> so you know don't be a statistic yeah keep your house nice and bare I- i'm guessing it's because of falling from ladders um yeah i want to say uh safety commission estimate 14 hospital each year yeah holiday related decorating accidents so it doesn't really doesn't give a lot but i would say sliding and falling off the roof yeah ladders of course yeah and then probably hammering fingers could be um that would be a good one i would say um now with the invention of command hooks it's not as prevalent Wow. <laughs> Are those the ones that slip underneath the shingle? A command, like the ones you just put on a wall, like they oh, stick like to the... Oh, the 3M ones? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I didn't want to use a name brand, <laughs> but yeah. No, it's cool. 3M owes me money anyway. Uh, there you go. No, I use them actually. I used all uh, 3M stuff to hang up all my um, acoustic panels. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. because that way, uh, it's, you know, apartment, I can't put holes in everything. I hear you. You know, I, I think it's interesting though, um, what, and it makes sense. Because here we are in America, which is a melting pot of tons of different cultures. Everything. So how we celebrate holidays today, in each holiday, there are bits and pieces of how other cultures celebrated mm-hmm. holidays. Absolutely. So when you piece them all together, then the holidays as we currently celebrate them represents America, essentially, just by taking bits and pieces of how other cultures celebrated it and putting them together. Now, by doing that, you're losing most of the originality, right? Uh, or the, I guess the, you know, the, the original how they reason were, for it. Yeah, right. I how, get it. How, right, the origin of it. So 
Um, but at the same time, it morphs into something on its own, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, yeah, we may have started doing X thing because of this reason, but we may continue to do it for new reasons. Right. Um, or sometimes with certain holidays, and it wasn't these three, unfortunately. Actually, no, it was, um, where the holidays would go away for a while. Um, Christmas was actually banned for a couple hundred years, um, not only in England, but also in America. Um, apparently, it was in Boston that for like course it was in boston uh it was like for 20 or 30 years where if anyone that was showing uh finger quotes the christmas spirit was fined five shillings interesting because it was illegal to do so Hmm. um it had to do with the whole puritans aspect and like all that kind of fun stuff right Um, right right right. that makes sense it wasn't interesting enough for me to put it into the fun facts but uh it is pretty cool though Mm -hmm. um so yeah like you're saying some things will fall out of favor and then come back from different and they come back different than how they were originally celebrated too Absolutely. So, and that was the thing is because the reason why it was the Puritans didn't like Christmas was because at that point it still had not been adopted fully, fully, um, as like a Christian or sorry, it hadn't been fully accepted by certain sects of a, of uh, Christianity as a Christian holiday. It was still considered to be very pagan. I mean, these holidays are, they're marketing ploys to, it's a capitalist to, to recruit Christians. It's like, that's oh, basically oh, what I thought it you were is. talking about like what it is now. I'm like, well, <laughs> Christmas is both mostly about gifts and companies. Right. Let, let's be honest. No, like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's consumerism. We're, we're talking about Rudolph and Santa Claus. So, you know, it's like, mm. right. The reason for the season <laughs> right. is, you know, more of a joke than anything else, which is also funny as a slogan because it's like you're complaining about not remembering the thing that you think it's originally for, which is basically the same thing that you did to what it was originally for. So, yeah. <sighs> These are not things that were <laughs> traditionally celebrated during the time of yeah. the person that are, is being worshipped exactly so and that, that's always been my funny. issue with it is it's just like i don't have a problem with that thought process it makes perfect sense you know that whoever is like you're like your dude you celebrate the things that have to do with your dude i get that right but this has nothing to do with your dude right <laughs> the only thing that has to do with it is the fact that you had another big dude that you were like no don't look at him <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and so you had to try to take over his stuff. Right, that's all it really was. Right. Superimpose your guy it was over a hostile that guy. Takeover of one company to another. That's right. what it really was. Right. But um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much all we have for this one. Yeah. Um. Well, we just wanted to say thanks for listening to the Vinti Questions podcast. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed our deep dive on the origins of some of the more popular holidays. I did. Um, I, I mean, I learned some new <laughs> stuffs. Um, yeah. But if you want to know how we feel about some other topics, uh, be sure to join us next week uh, when we'll be talking about what is death? What is it? It's a lot heavier than holidays. That's what it is. A little bit. But we'll find out more next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but also, you know, if you'd like to help uh, support the podcast, please make sure that you're sharing it with others, posting about it on social media, and then, you know, like leave a rating or a review. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you want to catch up with us about what we have going on, um, make sure you check us out on Instagram at Venti Questions or on Twitter at Venti underscore questions. And if you want to um, go ahead and check out some of our other content that we have on YouTube, um, it's now at Venti Questions as well. Uh, we got some little fun stuff on there, a little bit different than this particular style. Um, but yeah, other than that, thanks again and uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs>